0: everyone welcome back inside the uc health training center for another episode of broncos now as always team reporter and host sydney jones here and coming up on this week's episode we'll take a look at the broncos head coaching search who owner and ceo greg penner and company has reportedly interviewed and more all that coming up The are on their search for their sixth head coach since the team's last trip to the playoffs following the 2015 season. Reportedly, owner and CEO Greg Penner and the team's ownership group are wrapping up their first round of interviews on Friday, which means there could be an announcement as early as next week. The team has reportedly interviewed Sean Payton, Ejero Ivero, David Shaw, Raheem Morris, D'Amico Ryans, Jim Caldwell, Jim Harbaugh, and are reportedly interviewing Dan Quinn on Friday. However, earlier this week, Jim Harbaugh announced that he will remain the head coach at the University of Michigan. To take a more in-depth look at some of these candidates, joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio is fellow team reporter Phil Milani. Phil, thanks for joining me today. It's been Sydney. a couple of weeks.
1: I know. It? Is this? Yeah. I Yeah. Thanks too. for having me.
0: Of course. Did you take some time after the season to kind of
1: recharge relax, the batteries. Recharge? Yes. Yeah. Much no, I, needed. I uh, am all in on the coaching search now.
0: Good. I love it. Yes. Of course. <laughs> we got a little bit of downtime, but as you know, yes. things always pick back up around here. Of course. Now with the Search for a new head coach Phil you know we've seen several reports come out about different interviews that um, have taken place over the week of course owner and CEO Greg Penner and company they reportedly met with Sean Payton on Tuesday in Los Angeles so let's start there I know he's reported to be one of the favorites so what do you think just makes him a great candidate for this position.
1: I think the experience that he brings, the credibility, that that type of thing, okay. um, uh, just the fact that he won a Super Bowl, uh, he's been there, he's done that, uh, and he would just be able to come in and immediately change the culture in mm-hmm. this building. I mean, I think that it would be like a night and day change, like the second he got here he'd start doing things the way that he wants to do them and the the whole mentality and feeling around the Broncos would completely change so yeah. I think that he's that kind of a coach uh, very successful uh, won the division a million times down there mm-hmm. I mean they always uh, in the playoffs and um, a lot of success on the offensive side of the ball and okay. you know obviously Greg Penner uh, that was a big thing for him mentioned finding an offensive identity Mm -hmm. Um, The fact that he had so much success with Drew Brees uh, and the fact that he knows Russell Wilson from spending time together at the Pro Bowl. Uh, Russell Wilson, after uh, the final game against the Chargers, talked so highly about Sean Payton. So there seems to be a connection already there. And um, I think that uh, there's a lot of reasons that make him the top choice right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know, Phil, he's being pursued by nearly every team that has a head coaching position open. You know, the Panthers, Texans, Cardinals. Why do you think or why is maybe the Broncos a more attractive – you know position here for him
1: well the interesting thing about Sean Payton is that he's in the media right now so yeah. like he's been giving a lot of interviews of like uh, sure. uh obviously he's on the Fox pregame shows and stuff and then also uh, really close with Colin Cowherd mm-hmm. the other day he was on Cowherd's show talking about what he's looking for in a potential new team and he said the most important thing is the ownership group And when you think about this Broncos ownership group, I mean, uh, obviously they're the wealthiest owners in pro sports here in America, but, More than that, they've said, look, we're willing to do whatever it takes to win. They are dedicated to winning. Mm -hmm. And when you have an ownership group like that, uh, that gives the head coach the ability to to win. And that's what's ultimately – that's why everybody shows up to do this. So I think that this ownership group is really attractive and um, also – the Broncos as a brand. I mean, they're big, This is a big franchise in the NFL. I mean, uh, so much success here. The three Super Bowls, um, the ability to really dominate the the West. Western part of the United States. Mm -hmm. The Broncos play in that afternoon time slot a lot. I mean, they're one of the premier teams in this league. So uh, for a guy like Sean Payton, you're going to get the ownership group. You're going to get a team that is really good on the defensive side of the ball, Uh, has been for the last several years here, really since uh, Super Bowl 50, this Broncos defense has been really good. And then if he, a guy like Sean Payton were to come in, Mm -hmm. uh, he can work on this defense and work with a guy like Russell. Wilson, Jerry Judy really came on there at the end. So uh, Javante Williams will be back next year if they can improve the offensive line, there seems to be some pieces here that uh, a guy like champagne can really work with and have a lot of success. So um, there's uh, a pretty good talent uh, on this team, the ownership group. And the fact that this is one of the premier franchises in the NFL makes this a desirable job. And and the other thing is like, there's not eight openings this year, you know, um, there's not a ton of openings. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking about five openings really. So I think, think that this Broncos job is really uh, a a desirable job right now.
0: Definitely. Well, Phil, you know, we saw throughout different reports this week and last week that the Saints won either a first-round pick or, you know, I've seen recently – some people saying maybe two first round picks That seems a little crazy.
1: Yeah. I think that um, the interesting, the other interesting thing about Sean Payton is that it's not just hiring a head coach. You've got yeah. to bring in the saints here and have this whole thing work out between right. the new team, Sean Payton and the saints and mm-hmm. um, uh, a Payton's going to have to negotiate this deal with the saints to make this a, a reasonable situation. Yeah. And so Peyton was on Cowherd's show uh, earlier this week and said right. a mid to late first round pick right. because he's trying to leverage one situation. Mm-hmm. Then on the other side of it, uh, the Saints are trying to say, no, it's going to be two first round picks, <laughs> which is what happened when uh, John Gruden uh, was traded. Right. So they're trying to both play uh, mm-hmm. both sides of this thing here. Eventually, they're going to have to meet in the middle um, if it's going to work out. So that is an interesting thing because, like, say, if the Broncos and Sean Payton, they mutually say, okay, we want to make this thing work, then they've got to bring in the Saints and sort of make, make a trade here because, obviously, the Saints still uh, have the rights to Sean Payton. So right. that makes it a little bit trickier. Tricky, um, and, for sure. um, you know, Sean Payton doesn't want to give up all these picks uh, with his new team because then it hurts his ability to win. So, um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. And both sides Mm -hmm. are trying to sort of uh, balance, you know, and leverage each other here. So hopefully uh, if if Sean Payton finds uh, a team that he wants to work with, they'll be able to just figure something out here because, uh, it's in the saints best interest too to make this work. Because if Peyton just says, fine, I'll just go back to TV, which he's threatened to do, uh, um, because those are the, he sort of holds the cards in that situation. So, uh, he could just say, I'm just going back to TV. Uh, we'll examine this again next year. Well, then his values, not as strong. So, uh, next year it won't be a first round pick. It'll be less. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think they have his rights through 2024, so uh, it's sort of a tricky situation. It's a, an unusual deal. Unusual. It's yeah. not just trying to hire a head coach. It's uh, it's going to be something tricky here, but could work out for the Broncos. You know, of course, they have the 49ers pick there, so that's a mm-hmm. late first round pick. Yeah, it, it might work out nicely there. But if they have to sweeten the offer, it'll be interesting to see just how much the Broncos would be willing to what they'd be willing to give up in order to get Sean Payton, right. maybe a third or a fourth, something like that, in mm-hmm. addition to a first-round pick. So, um, to, to get him, they're going to really have to want him. Definitely.
0: Well, Phil, I know you mentioned earlier that Russell Wilson, after the season, uh, talked very highly of Sean Payton. We heard on Colin Cowherd's show on Thursday that – Russell reportedly reached out to Sean Payton. I thought that was kind of interesting.
1: Yeah. um, Well, look, I think that whatever happens with the Broncos uh, head coaching search, Mm -hmm. that coach and the success for this team, it's ultimately going to be measured by Russell Wilson's success. Right. You know, uh, the new offense, the new identity, it has to play to Russell Wilson's strengths. Mm-hmm. And if if it does, then the offense is going to get better, and the Broncos are going to have some success here. So, right. whatever happens, that is a must. Mm-hmm. And so, the fact that Russell Wilson uh, uh, reached or has reportedly reached out to uh, Sean Payton, I think that just makes sense if you. You ask me, because Mm -hmm. ultimately whoever that coach is that comes in, they're going to have to be like, I can work with Russ. And so say a guy like Sean, if he wants to take this job, he's going to have to be like, I can work with Russ. I can quote, fix him, mm-hmm. uh, that term's been thrown around a lot, which is yeah. so strange. It's it not strange. like he's like a, a car or Broken, something, you yeah. know. Uh, he's a human being here. So, yeah. But fix they want to fix him. I think that uh, if it's a Sean Payton, he's going to have to say, yeah, I can work with Russ. I can make this thing work. For sure. And so for the fact that uh, Russ has reached out, I think that it just makes sense, especially if Russ knows him. You know, they've been to these Pro Bowls together. Um, It's a small NFL community. These guys know each other. So uh, I don't think that that's that big of a deal, even though some people in town have been making a big deal out of that. I don't think that that's a huge deal. I think it makes a lot of sense. And ultimately, if the Broncos are going to have success the coach and and Russell Wilson are going to have to mesh together and work well.
0: Definitely. They'll definitely have to have a good relationship.
1: And and Russ, look, he's a he's a franchise quarterback here. I mean, it makes right. sense for there to be some discussion there, some sort of communication. Mm-hmm. I think it just it makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. I agree, Phil. Well, reportedly another favorite is Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. We of course, you know, interviewed him last year uh, during last year's head coaching position. What is it that you like about him, Phil? What do you think he really brings to the table?
1: He seems like maybe like a, a sort of a in the mold of a John Fox, you yeah. know, when he came to the Broncos, mm-hmm. a guy who will just be really steady. He'll be like sort of like the adult in the room, that kind of a thing yeah. where I <laughs> uh, look, like he's been a head coach in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's. Uh, helped coach the the Falcons to a Super Bowl appearance, um, a game really they should have they should have beat the Patriots, uh, an epic uh, comeback there. But uh, he's had success in this league as a head coach, mm-hmm. and so I think anytime you have that experience and you're able to come into a new franchise, you've gone through those growing pains somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You've learned from that experience there in Atlanta, and now you can be better off for it with the Broncos. So I think he'd be bring that experience. And also, I mean, he's a heck of a defensive mind. I mean, that Legion of Boom in Seattle when he was the defensive coordinator there, uh, the Broncos saw what that was all about firsthand, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, one of the best defenses of all time. And then uh, the Cowboys this year. They've been really good on defense, so uh, he, he would bring that expertise as well. So I think that while he might not be sort of like that sexy hire that like a Jim Harbaugh would have been mm-hmm. or Sean Payton, maybe he would bring a lot of stability, I think. And that's something that the Broncos have said that they want. You know, they want they some experience there yeah. where after hiring, you know, Vance Joseph, Vic Fangio, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah they've experienced those first time head coaching pains. If you bring in a guy like Dan Quinn, he'll be able to hit the ground running and uh, bring a little bit of that calmness, that uh, steady hand, that maybe a a team like the Broncos could use some of that. Just uh, uh, somebody who's been there and done that Mm -hmm. much like Sean Payton, but maybe just not to that uh, high, high, high level. Uh, Dan Quinn, a lot of his success in Atlanta came like while Kyle Shanahan was there. Yeah. Uh, so some people have noted that. But I still think that Dan Quinn's a, an established coach in this league. And he also has a connection with Russell Wilson uh, from their time in Seattle. So right. I think there's a lot to like about a guy like Dan Quinn. Definitely.
0: Well, Phil, last one here for you. You know, Among the rest of the reported candidates that they interviewed this week, we got former Stanford head coach David Shaw, of course Broncos defensive coordinator Jerry Vero, 49ers defensive coordinator, Demi- Demico, Demico
1: Ryans. Yep. I, always I know the one yeah, he kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Demico, yeah. Demico yeah. Ryans,
0: Rams defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris, and then Jim Caldwell. Mm-hmm. Out of that group, who's maybe someone that kind of sticks out to you?
1: Well, to our friend Mike Kliss. a friend of the show here. Uh, He reported that like uh, David Shaw, uh, the former Stanford head coach, is a a bit of a sleeper pick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somebody that the Broncos really enjoyed interviewing. Obviously, Condoleezza Rice is part of this uh, coaching search and her connections there with Stanford. Uh, She knows David Shaw very well. And a few years ago, David Shaw was one of the hot up and coming coaching candidate. Like right. he had a lot of buzz around him. Um, and some people might be concerned like, Oh, he's just a college coach, but uh, he was a, a successful NFL assistant for a long time. So I do think that a guy like David Shaw would is well-respected um, and he could be that guy who comes in and turns things around would definitely bring a strong culture mm-hmm. uh, here to the Broncos. Although Stanford hasn't had that success on the field the last couple of years yeah. um i think a changing college landscape made it so that stanford is a hard place to win nowadays just mm-hmm. with the, uh, the name image likeness the transfer portal oh, for sure uh, it's hard to win at that high high level but look you won a rose bowl there i mean mm-hmm. they played in the rose bowl a lot uh he was a, a multiple pac 12 coach of the year award winner so i think that uh, he would be an outstanding hire. And then the other name that really sticks out to me is Jim Caldwell, mm-hmm. uh, the former Colts head coach. Yep. Obviously there's the Peyton Manning connection there. They went to a Super Bowl uh, in Indianapolis there. And he is w- really well-respected uh, around the NFL. So uh, he's another guy who's been a head coach. He knows how to do it. He can come in and hit the ground running. And um, I think he's just a guy who doesn't, get enough buzz. buzz I mean but he's yeah, really he well it. liked uh, he had a lot of success with the Detroit Lions mm-hmm. took them to the playoffs you know when that was like wait what the, he took the Lions, the Lions to the playoffs yeah. uh, so I think that uh, he's another guy who's under the radar mm-hmm. but could be uh, a pick that for this Broncos team comes in a steady hand, a little bit like a Dan Quinn. Um, and I think he could be a, a, a nice pick, although not that sexy hire.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Phil, I guess we'll see what
1: happens. I know. In the next coming it's like, here. gosh, like in the next week, the it next really week, could really. Uh, yeah. really have a lot going, uh, depending on what they want to do for a second interview. Right. Uh, maybe as
0: early as next week. Yeah. yeah.
1: Maybe bring in a candidate, have him at the facility or here. Facility, and then, yeah. Yeah, maybe at the end of next week or, or the next week after that, uh, the Broncos might have their next head coach. Yeah.
0: It'll be here exciting. Before we know it. Yeah. it is exciting. A uh, new era here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and hopefully a guy who can be here for a long time. A long time. You yes. know, I think that the, I agree. Having that uh, stability is really important. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: Like Greg Penner said, they got to get this one right.
1: They got to get it right.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Phil, appreciate your time always. Thank Thanks you, Sydney. Appreciate it. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of Broncos Now, Broncos Country. Thanks so much for tuning in. Moving forward, new episodes will be out on Friday morning. So make sure to follow the Broncos Podcast Network on Twitter and the Denver Broncos YouTube channel to stay up to date on all the latest episodes. I will see you next week.